Hey everyone, good morning and welcome to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina, I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the best, cutting-edge, recent, most interesting and fascinating, and probably most importantly, practical uh, tools, brain-body tools that you can use to take better control of your brain, to make better decisions. And as a result of that, to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Today, uh, as you guessed, we are talking about stress. And from a lot of people I work with and my friends and also social media, and it seems like a lot of people are going through challenging times, through a lot of stress, one might say. A friend of mine doesn't like the word stress. He likes the word challenges. And he might be onto something. You'll understand why talking and thinking about stress in a different way can actually be the most important thing about stress management, stress regulation. And what a lot of my clients love the word stress resilience, ability to bounce back from whatever stressor or challenge comes into your way, bounce back to your balance, to your normal, to your equilibrium as fast as possible without all the, you know, damage that sometimes uh, we do to our psychology and even our physiology without all of that and not dragging all of the baggage behind with us. Uh, but instead, accepting or meeting the challenge, the stressor, dealing with that, and then just moving on, like nothing happened, but we just got stronger, got more experience, more uh, knowledge, lessons. How do we get better at dealing with stress like that? Well, first, believe it or not, comes from, again, from your mind, how you think about that. I just finished really interesting book, and I highly, highly recommend you if you are a coach and if you are into high performance or if you're just someone in high performance and want to understand how to uh, create more of that high performance state in your life on demand and specifically how to create more of that in the situations that when it matters the most, in those challenging situations. After all, when a challenge comes into our life, it's an invitation for growth. It's an invitation for getting better. It's an invitation for uh, taking on something that will move you to the next level in your life, your career. You know, it can be personal, it can be relationships, and can be work. It's an invitation. Because just like in the gym, without challenges, without uh, stressing the status quo, how things are, what we're used to, there is no growth. Our brain, our bodies respond with growth to only one thing, challenge and and stressor and, and novelty that is also usually perceived as a stressor more than anything. But let's get back to the importance of mindset, the importance of how we appraise or frame stressors in our life. It actually changes a lot. So let me read you something from this book that I finished. It's called Upshift by Ben Ramalingam. I probably am butchering his name, but Ben Ramalingam. Upshift, turning pressure 
into performance and crisis into creativity. Um, a lot of good data, neuroscience, but also a lot, a lot of stories. Every point is told through the stories of many leaders and people who went through very stressful, challenging situations, uh, very often by choice, and still uh, ended up coming out on top, giving their best performance, so to speak. No, not all of them at all are performers, but um, all of them under pressure, under pressure, under stress, became the best version of themselves and created more resources, came up with more innovative solutions. And as a result of that, they got unprecedented level of success in those situations. And of course, recognition because of that. Um, let me get back to stress in a minute, but before I do, I want to read to you a few statements that I wrote down preparing for this podcast to help you start thinking uh, in the right direction and just considering different options that you have when it comes to stress response and managing your stress and being resilient. Stress does not have to affect you in the same way as it always does. So what do I mean by that? Why do some people rise to the occasion and others fall and quit? If we think about our entrepreneurial journey, your change maker leadership journey, why do some people under more demands, under more pressure shine and become diamonds, so to speak, and others just fail to meet the situation and they quit and they become a less genius version of themselves. Why do some become more creative, more resourceful, and some kind of shut down and get to the ways how things usually are done and uh, create less uh, good solutions and uh, express almost the worst angels of their nature and um, cannot meet the situation effectively. Like, what does it happen? Why? Well, one of the reasons, believe it or not, is the belief that you knowingly or unknowingly accept it about stress and what it does and what automatic response you accept it to stress. So let me read you from the book to make it clear. The author um, had it in the book in a much better way, obviously, editing, and it's a book, right? So it's supposed to be better. We typically think of the hardware of our brains influencing the software of our minds. So basically what it means, we usually think how the organ works. That's how we start thinking. At least the majority of people tend to think this way. Our expectations, in other words, is that the physical drives the cerebral. The reality, however, is that our stress appraisals or how we evaluate stress, how we respond to that, can actually change our bodily functions. Our cognition, so the way we think, can change our chemistry rather than the other way around. And what is stress and how before, quite recently, it was perceived, uh, it was thought, stress was thought of as fight-or-flight response only, and that all people, all animals, we only can have one kind of stress response. And 
That is fight, flight, freeze response. We ready ourselves for self-defense. Reading from the book again. The heart starts beating faster. In anticipation of physical injury, blood vessels start to constrict. This is an evolutionary trick. It means we are less likely to bleed to death if we are injured. The blood flow to the brain decreases, impairing our ability to focus. And our blood pressure rises. The stress hormone cortisol is pumped from the brain into the bloodstream, raising our blood sugar levels. We tend to focus on the negative. This leads to chronic problems over time, including increased risk of ulcers, cardiovascular disease, immune system disorders, and mental health problems. High levels of stress increased the risk of dying by 43%. But here, the, what I just read to you is the description of a traditional stress response, what we thought of was the only stress response human beings had, fight, flight, freeze response. But it turns out we human beings are in a very unique position. We can actually choose a different kind of stress response. We're not animals. We don't have just one automatic response uh, to the situation. Like, for example, um, in the book, the stress prescription, Seven Days to More Joy and Ease, uh, professor of psychology, Elisa Apple, uh, has a chapter in this book and the chapter called The Lion the lion, be the lion. That's the name of the chapter. And at the beginning of the chapter, there's a description of the situation that I actually brought up on this podcast before that. The description goes like that. Uh, imagine a scene in savannas of Africa and the lion is chasing a gazelle for dinner. Now, both of them have stress response going on in their bodies, in their brains, but the stress response is very different. The gazelle's response, fight, flight, and freeze, well, this uh, situation probably flying and not freezing and not fighting. So in the case of the gazelle, the response is what I just read to you. Blood vessels constrict and there is a lot of cortisol and blood pumping and there is probably more focus on the negative for sure because the gazelle is trying to avoid becoming thinner and blood flow to the brain increases, um, impairing ability to focus. Uh, Blood sugar levels rise to give the gazelle the needed energy to run away. So this is the gazelle's response. But think about the lion. He's in a different situation. He's chasing an opportunity to have dinner. And it's a completely different response. And the response that I'm going to read to you in a moment. At the other end is what psychologists term the challenge state, which is triggered by a potentially stressful situation that we feel we can handle or almost handle, because our appraisal tells us, or our evaluation tells us, we have the resources to meet or exceed the demands, and that's the lion's response. An interesting thing happens, folks. You're going to understand why it's so interesting. So uh, this is this challenge state uh, psychologists call eustress, forms of stressful stimulation that are associated with improved focus, accuracy, and coordination. 
One of the reasons challenge and threat states have only relatively recently been differentiated from each other is that they share many obvious physiological characteristics. Both lead to raised heart rates, for example. Both lead to the triggering of cortisol. But in the challenge state, the heart rate is stronger and faster. The challenge state is one that anticipates success, like the lion. And as a result, there is an increase in blood flow, while blood pressure actually decreases. So compared to fight-or-flight response, our blood flow to the brain increases, not decreases. And our blood pressure actually decreases. That's why that challenge state is actually almost healing. Our hearts pump out more blood, getting more oxygen and energy around our bodies. But unlike the threat state, more of it goes to the brain, making us more alert and aware, not less. During challenge states, cortisol does not flood the body. A lower level cortisol release is triggered compared to the threat state. Instead of a tall glass of the stuff, speaking about cortisol, you get a single shot. Just enough, just enough to give you a blast of energy. In fact, despite superficial similarities to the physiology of the threat state, our bodies operate in a completely different way in the challenge state, more akin to how it responds to, listen to that, aerobic exercise. So challenge state and fight or flight state are both uh, stressful states, the lion or the gazelle. But they produce completely different responses in our body. Our blood flow to the brain, to other organs, the cortisol levels, the blood pressure, they're actually different depending on whether you are in challenge state or you are in flight or flight threat state. And the only difference between those states, why sometimes our brain activates one or the other, the only difference is how you evaluate the situation internally. Appraisal tells us, reading again from the book, we have the resources to meet or exceed the demands. So when you feel like whatever stress comes your way, that you have the resources to meet or exceed the demands, that's when you're going to get the challenge response. That's when you're going to get better. You're going to get more creative. You're going to get the best version of yourself coming up to the occasion to deal with the situation and come up with a winner. And because of that, get success, get recognition, get more opportunities instead of shutting down and, and choking and doing much worse than you are capable of. So the reality is that our stress appraisal or evaluation of stress can actually change our bodily functions. And that, folks, changes everything. So I shared with you this fascinating information. Again, it's quite recent information because the physiological state, when scientists measured it, it's so similar. Like the cortisol is, re- is released, yes, but it's there is different amount of it. Our blood starts working stronger. Yes, it does. But it turns out there is more blood flow to the brain, to all of our organs. Our blood vessels do not constrict, but instead deliver more oxygen, more nutrients to everything. And that's actually, again, 
better for a whole system. That's why that's how people get stronger through stress, not weaker. That's how the uh, your the rate of dying actually decreases, not increases. You know, uh, when they study people who live the longest centenarians, those are not the people who live in the chillest times ever. Those people usually who go through a lot of diversity. Uh, adversity, not diversity. <laughs> Those people do experience a lot of stress, but they deal with it differently. And they meet situations with a different kind of mindset. And guess what? That mindset, how you evaluate situation, that is something you can change in a moment. And I'm going to give you a few tools right now. The tools that I learned from uh, Alisa Apple. She is a PhD. Um, she has a PhD in psychology, but she also studies a lot of neuroscience. That does a lot of research uh, with actual people in uh, through different methods. So from Elisa and then from this book, The Upshift, and so uh, many more resources that I went through um, throughout past few months, but, but, you know, stress has always been a part of uh, my journey as a coach and uh, personally as an entrepreneur. And I learned that, yes, actually, when I change my mindset about the situation, it's almost immediately in the book, they upshift, uh, the author calls it master switch. Like some people, um, athletes, uh, leaders, entrepreneurs learn how to use that master switch masterfully. And when the stakes are high, show up as their most profound genius version. So today you're learning how to use that master switch better and how to show up for the occasion, for the situation as the best version of yourself, instead of choking to create opportunities, success, solutions that are even better than what you're usually capable of. And that's when you start moving forward in life really rapid. So how can you change your own evaluation, your own mindset about any stressful situation very, very fast? Well, first of all, you know, breathwork works really powerful, powerfully. There is this tool, physiological sigh, um, developed and popularized by Andrew Huberman, a star neuroscientist from Stanford. It's very simple. It lowers your anxiety and stress levels instantly. In fact, uh, Andrew Huberman says it's the most effective way to change your physiological state from stress and uh, anxiety to more of a relaxed and rest and digest state. And it's done. I personally believe it's one of the most powerful tools that you can use in a moment, in any moment, to switch your state from a lot, a lot of stress to almost relaxed state. And then in that state, you can choose how you can respond to the situation, how you can change your thinking, how you can express yourself, the more profound, more genius version or the diminished version, because uh, you think um, that you perhaps cannot handle the situation. You can actually change your thinking. And in a moment, I'm going to give you the exercise, how you actually start believing in yourself more and create more confidence. But for now, breath work, physiological side, two, three cycles, double inhale. (laughs) 
So I just did two cycles of physiological size, but uh, Google it on YouTube, on uh, Google, and you'll find even Andrew Huberman himself demonstrating the exercise. So now we lowered our pressure, our stress, whatever we're experiencing, our anxiety. Now we can think our way through better stress response to through the switch to the challenge state instead of fight, flight, and freeze. A good exercise is to remember all the situations in your life, and all of us have a lot of them, all the situations where you endured stress, where you were confronted with a stressful situation and you dealt with that and you came out on the other side. However, imperfectly, you dealt with that, you survived, you moved forward. Uh, Even better, remember the situations that you thought you couldn't handle and then you did. And again, for most of you, there are probably so many in different life situations, personal life, work life, studying. There are so many situations and things that you overcame, challenges that you met and dealt with. Remember all of them. Take a piece of paper and start writing down. Uh, This situation, right? I didn't know how I'm going to turn my business around, and I did. I didn't know how I'm going to get clients, and I did. I didn't know how uh, am I going to survive for the next uh, three months when my business was lost and uh, due to war, etc. That actually happened. But I found a solution and I did go through it and things got better. Remember all of the situations that happened, that you handled and that you were able to come out of it stronger and better and you were able to move forward even though at that moment you doubted your ability. Guess what? You don't have to doubt. You have the resources. And what research shows, the more you acknowledge the fact that you have the resources to deal with the problem, nobody's given a problem that they cannot handle. Folks, this is a universal truth. Please remember that nobody was ever given a problem that they could not handle. So you can handle that. Remember all the past situation when you did and write down as many of of them as possible. And that's going to start building up your confidence. You woke up, you met the challenge, you created solutions, you overcame it, you perhaps asked for help, you dealt with that. You have the solutions, you have the capacity, you always do and you always will be, will have this. And then the second simple tools that Elisa Apple recommends in her book is asking yourself a simple well, changing the question in your head that might come up. Why me? Like, why is it happening to me? Instead of why me, tell yourself, try me. And remember, as I always tell my clients, every challenge that you're trying to avoid or escape, it's the opportunity. It's the invitation to the next level. It's the invitation to the arena of those heroes who made it. It's the invitation, folks. And you don't get that very often, actually. So it's an invitation. And the more of those you take and agree to, the better ones you're going to start getting. So it's an invitation for you to grow, to improve, to join the arena of the ultra successful. Think about that and then approach that challenge, that stressor with that mindset that you're going to ace it, that you will 
and have the capacity to express the best, the best version of yourself, the one that you didn't even know you had. Remember all the past troubles and challenges that you overcame. Jump into the challenge like the lion after dinner and see how many more resources you actually have inside of you and how much more effective can you be with dealing with the situation. And guess what? You're going to get the flow of creative solutions you didn't even know you had. And this is when and how diamonds are truly made. When you learn how to operate that master switch and get into challenge state instead of fight or flight. And that's when you start coming up with the most ingenious solutions. And that's when uh, the world starts noticing you and you start moving progressively faster towards your goals. And this is my invitation to you next time, or if you are going through a challenging situation right now, first, remember all the past times you dealt with the situation, realize that nobody is given a problem unless they can deal with that and or a challenge unless they can meet the demands of the challenge. And then start thinking through the problem. You have the resources. You are the lion. And this is the invitation into the arena of the most successful. That's it for today. I hope you found this episode useful. And now you have quite a good toolkit to deal with challenges and stressors much better in a much uh, more beneficial way. So I gave you some tools. The power, of course, is in the practice. So start practicing. And I have an additional invitation to you to learn more about this amazing master switch that you have, how to operate it, different tools and different uh, stories, how other people did use that switch, uh, different resources and, and stories. All of that is coming up this Thursday at our Audio Thursdays on LinkedIn. So burnout proof founders, specifically, we're going to be talking about challenges and stressors and how to deal with them to come out as a winner and express the most genius version of yourself in any business uh, trouble situation and, and also how to not burn out because again, stress can actually make you healthier and better instead of making you burn out. So how to do that, how to switch from burning out to getting more energy as a founder, going through a lot of challenges on a long-term basis, right? Not just once, but actually one after another. How do you not burn out? So that's what we're going to be talking about. Burnout Proof Founder this Thursday for 30 minutes LinkedIn audio. The link is in the show notes. So check it out and join us. Uh, but a lot of people are joining every single Thursday. Uh, Burnout Proof Founder, find the link in the show notes. And of course, start practicing. And of course, please, folks, if you have an opportunity to share it on any device, screenshot, tag me, um, write a review on iTunes, on Spotify, on podcast addict, wherever you find your podcast, please share and then review. It helps a lot um, because we don't use any advertising on this podcast and probably never going to be just because I don't like advertising and having to, you know, having a feeling that now I'm promoting something. Don't like this for the podcast. Uh, so the only way you can 
help me to spread the news, to spread the knowledge, to spread the useful tools that will help you, will help a lot of people, is when you share it, when you uh, leave a review. So please do help to spread the great information that will help more mission purpose driven people to succeed and to make this world better so spread the news help me out join our audio thursdays and use the tools that you learned today to ace every challenge like a true lion thank you for tuning in talk to you very soon hope to see you thursday and as usual well enjoy the day and be the lion